0: Go Live selects, brought to you by Sky. Watch new, exclusive, and unmissable content only on Sky. Go out! Go
1: out! Go out! Don't take this the wrong way, Jesus. When
2: someone says that to you,
1: I couldn't help but notice. Don't take
2: this the wrong way. Your ring, oh, is very sparkly.
1: Yeah, is that new? You never know. Have you got remarried since I saw you last no. week? No, that's the same ring. You're wearing a very shiny, diamondy wedding ring. Oh, right. In all the years I've known you. I've Never seen Well, I married that.
2: 17 years in June. Congratulations. And uh, I've had it on since that day. So you now you haven't noticed it before, now it's you beyond me. You spit shine it, maybe. It's just uh, got 11 diamonds and it's on a platinum band. And I was going to say it matches Lisa's ring, but I'm not going to. Let's do it!
1: And um, welcome to episode number 8 of Go Loud Selects with Simon Delaney and Aiden Power.
2: I saw someone tweeting the other day that, that it really annoys them that people announce it's episode number X of a podcast. So to that person who's listening and tweeted that, they weren't tweeting us by the way, they were just saying, it all really gets up my nose. Why do people say, welcome to episode 309 of yeah. Violins for You, with me and him and her? No, anyways. Do you know
1: what, if that's all that that person
2: correct. has to worry about in their life. Yeah,
1: correct, Aiden.
2: Episode so 8. Yes! Episode
1: 8, live, in effect.
2: Goal Out selects, Aiden is a Goal Out original and it's also a Goal Out production.
1: Brought to you by Sky Ireland and our first recommendation that we have for you this week is, in the words of Simon Delaney, possibly effing mental. Yeah, it's called The nuts. Midwich Cuckoos. It's available right now. Okay. I think I'm going to get stuck into this over the weekend. The Midwich Cuckoos, it's on Sky Max and now streaming service right now. Do you want to know what it's about? This sounds... Get your chops around Naughty. this. It's set in a small English commuter town, the town of Midwich. Midwich. Okay. It's liberal and aspirational, populated by nuclear families and affluent streets.
2: So, suburbia. Hmm.
1: Nice suburban England, suburban England. Okay. Not much happens here apparently. That until is until now. the twilight hours of a summer's day oh. when a sleepy corner of Midwich oh. is plunged into panic. Oh. People pass out on their feet without warning, without reason. So everybody's passed out, fainted, good luck. And then when the dust settles and I guess they wake up, every woman of childbearing age inside the zone, the town of Midwich, is suddenly and inexplicably preggers. What the
2: what? John? I don't know what to make of that. I'm, i I, I, I <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what God, I want to make was of it. Was
1: Simon Dale, the lady there for the weekend? I'll tell you what, I want to watch it. So local officer DCI Paul Haynes is tasked with maintaining order but unknown to them all a terrifying force is building in the comfortable streets of Midwich. If you needed more because already the premise and the storyline has got me hooked it stars the always brilliant Keely Haas. Love
0: her. Line of duty. She's a yeah, load yeah. of stuff. She always plays Bodyguard. like Bodyguard. Yeah she's kind of she can be very quiet and unassuming and then suddenly she's like bashing someone's head in. She has a real proper <laughs> well, range. She would be right <laughs> at home in this. So is, is this
2: one of these elevated horrors that Brian spoke was about? I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Oh. oh. So is this going to frighten me?
1: The way that I felt right after,
0: I couldn't put it into words. It felt like I was visited.
1: I don't know if it's. If, if, I don't know if it's going to fall into the horror category or more this, is this, the supernatural thriller type show.
0: Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, is it aliens? Is it some kind of like... Lost? Is it... That kind science of experiment gone uh, wrong? I don't know, but I I really... I'm going to check that one out. Because uh, it's, it's got a what great is cast. in the
2: water in Midwich? So they all pass out and then not everybody uh, of childbearing age is pregnant. Yeah. That's
0: Has a crime nice. been committed? Who knows? I mean, <laughs> it's... You know, the
1: inseminator. Yeah, um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but he like before I even heard anything about this I saw Keely Hawes is in it I went I'll watch it I don't care you know that's how good she is and on the strength of the shows I've seen her in and indeed movies she in a brilliant film um, where she's like an MI5 agent back during Cold War era I haven't seen it I think it's that's f- excellent. It floating around Netflix oh, cold, like that. but I, I, I
0: think my see her name she's, now. she's just so consistent like she's really good that's the, that's the word consistent. can I
2: throw a bombshell at this, this stage this juncture gentleman I've never watched In Line of Duty
1: Oh Now that's
2: a different episode Oh really? Jesus wept You've never really? watched an episode like No, I'm like you know, my and wife I know And that's that. annoying
1: When someone turns around And you go What do you mean You've, like, you've never fucked no, no,
2: I never never did I Never watched it My wife adored just As did everybody else John? Don't get me wrong First four seasons <clears throat> Were about As good as British
0: crime drama Has ever been Really? The last two seasons Were just riddled with tropes Wedging in guest stars And it, it, it was Very disappointing Very a real oh, really? flabby end to the whole thing. And horrible.
2: who did Kiri Haas play this?
0: She played this woman. She, she was a police officer, police officer wasn't she yeah. season
1: 3 season 4? And there was
0: question marks about her character. She, Okay. Is a, people think she kind of helped the criminal kingpin get out basically get into a situation where he could be picked off because mm, okay. he had information. Okay. And uh, they just go about their business try and investigate her but as it is the wall's just kind of closing in her from all angles and she portrays that beautifully. There's a, there's, a, there's a scene in it where she ends up in in, in a prison mm. not to give too much away and uh she realises the screws and this, this, uh, her cellmates everybody is against her and there's this bit where this woman's being kind of nice to her next thing you know the old boiling kettle of water over the hands smack oh. it back at the head it's just mm. it, it's genuinely sinister the storyline well, that she's it's involved in okay but it's anyway a, check it a, out yeah line
1: of juicy whatever your feelings on the, you know some of the seasons and the, the, the cliffhangers in it it's still oh, it's excellent. still unmissable I am innocent I am the victim in all of this you're unbelievable no. I want justice And I don't care How unjustly I get it Tracers by the way That's the name of that It's actually a show That Keely Hawes was in And she's been Where she's a spy Or she's,
2: a potential spy Yeah and she's She played the detective Superintendent Martha Lawson In a six episode TV series Identity Never heard of that Haven't seen that she's one She's
0: been in a lot of things There's no denying it She's very good But she has been busy mm-hmm. In the last 15 yeah, years Yeah but so. like
1: you say Consistent So Midwitch. Midwitch, midwitch, midwitch. Midwitch Midwitch Cuckoos. Right, okay. Wow. Get on it. It's streaming now on Sky and indeed on Sky. I mean, it's streaming on Netflix.
2: As a pitch for TV series, when you just pitch that, when you pitch that. Stephen King esque, potentially. I want to watch that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And those
0: things are like set in suburbia and it's all kind of probably in daylight a lot of the time. They fill you with dread. They're weird. Mm. Like, if it's done well. Very good wow.
1: Right who's first
2: Go on Johnny I might go, go on. first this week go on, G- Uh Something I think By the way my sister who listens to the podcast Said the other day Who's that fella John That does be on with you Oh I said John's our producer Why? Well, said I like what he says Oh Well who Which sister This would be Sarah Sarah Say okay, hello Sarah. To Sarah. Sarah
0: John Big hello to you If you're listening Sarah, Sarah. Uh, Thanks
2: listening. for that yeah, it's, it. uh, How are you Sarah It's always good, good to get Some to you. positive feedback Absolutely And it was positive She's very she much nothing good to say About you or me Thanks, Sarah. I was going to say, yeah. what did you say about Aiden here? Well, she she's sick, listen to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, she likes a fan of Aiden, but she said, who's that fella, John? There you go. No
1: pressure now, John. No pressure. Go oh, ahead, oh, John. I Sarah's see, listening. Yeah.
2: Okay, Sarah, this one's for you if you, <laughs> if you haven't seen it.
0: Uh, con men. I love watching stuff about uh, con men. It can gimme, be... Gimme, gimme, It can be fun. It can be dirty, on scoundrels. It can be more kind of uh, sinister stuff. Lots of TV uh, and film kind of terrain's been covered again and again. Be,
1: you would be con man, John.
0: There's one on Netflix, though, The Puppet Master.
1: Oh, I've heard of this. I've not seen it yet. No, that would be, it's
0: a real life thing. Obviously, all the people involved are, are in it, uh, contributing. The guy, not to give that in Robert Freeguard. he's a guy at the, the centre of it. He is the con man at the centre of this. And not only is he a very kind of, I suppose, nefarious character, They've people who are still suffering the fallout of cons that he perpetrated 30, uh, years, ago, nice, 30 I mean, years ago. 30 years ago. And he's still going. And he's still going. So they have like, <clears throat> the, kind of, the, the premise kind of starts off, not to give too much away, but you have these two very young people, a uh, young woman, she's probably maybe nineteen twenty, and her slightly older brother. Their mum basically fell under his spell. She's left the country now. She's elsewhere. And they kind of go through the, the kind of scheme and the way he wheedled his way into their family home, took over, uh, and basically edged them out.
2: And ruined their lives. Ruined their
0: lives. But he became the centre of their mum's universe. Right. And she is still under his spell. And they kind of go back and forth with her. And then the kind of uh, a tandem storyline is these guys were students in like the early 90s in a kind of agricultural college in the kind of uh, Midlands in, in England. And uh, there was a killing there. A the guy was killed by a shotgun like in the backfield. But prior to that, there was a news story where the IRA had basically robbed chemicals to make bombs. And this Robert Freegard guy was working basically in a pub on the campus at the time. This reasonably gullible guy comes in and uh, says, Jesus, if you heard about this? This chap got murdered. He was a friend of mine. Like he's bereft, like he's asking for a drink. And this Freegard guy off the cuff says, well, the thing is, I'm a spy. I'm here. I'm investigating this college. I know all about this murder. I know who did it. It's connected to that shipment of chemicals we're missing. And uh, I think that your life might be in danger. And it goes from there. Gets this guy under a spell, him and two others, and he ends up just bringing them on the run for years. (laughs) While he milks them. While he milks them. This guy's like 21 at the time doing this. This free guard guy. Yeah, Yeah. free guard. And not to, you know, make light of it, but I was watching this guy and thinking, Jesus Christ, that's not a full-time job. That's like oh, that's beyond a full-time job. A controlling these people, make, like they free will, they can leave anytime they want, but they don't. They stay with them that's, that's a that's years. a true new reality. Oh my God! I, and he had I answers for everything. Like it's it was unbelievable. I'm not even scratching the surface. Now, tell okay. me, about the se- okay. is it a series or a one-off? It's, it's a three-part mini series oh, on there. Netflix. I'm in there And are you watch it, just
1: constantly going, what the. Actual. You are,
0: but then you see them talking, and they're explaining exactly how he did it, and you think, God, you're you're 21, 22 year student. This guy's worldly. He's 21, but he's at the time he knows this score. He knows that the
2: mid-play people. But you're also asking yourself the age-old question when we watch stuff like that: is like, Jesus, how stupid these people have to be to be taken mm. in by something? And your you heart, say to yourself,
0: Jesus, would I be taken in? Your heart's broken for them though. The oh, way he yeah. he insinuates himself into their lives, but also he puts pressure on them to like get money from their families empty their bank accounts. He keeps going on about how he's working for MI5. He needs money for, you know, for training to keep him to the next safe house. But all the while, he has not working and kicking up all their wages oh, to him. Unreal. It's unbelievable. I do agree okay, with you. You real. watch
1: these things and there's a certain sense of you're like, oh, he just, how did they fall for this? But you see it happening time and time again and we're seeing more of it because it's being made That's into right. these various di- documentaries. I mean, we joked before yeah. about Netflix. So like, can you, can you swing a cat without a, yeah, yeah. you know, a, a, a Tinder a swindler yeah. or a, yeah. a Bitcoin fraudster? You know, they're, they're ten a penny and they suck in smart people. Yeah. And you you d- know, these, not, all, not all these are like, you know, vulnerable um, people who you go, okay, well, they're likely to fall for these things. You know, they really do dupe
0: yeah, and the parents, obviously, they've they parents and friends who are, like, you know, talking heads, and they say, look, uh, they came to me, I'm sharp, I would have filled them in. As time went on as well, like, the, the, the two children, in it I think their children are adults now, they would have been confronting their mum with actual evidence that this guy is a, he's a convicted fraudster. But people can't let go of the reality in the world they've
3: built. Here's one about the mortgage company. So the mortgage hadn't been paid for many, many months Sandra didn't have an overdraft or a credit card before she knew him.
1: The three episodes, are they a continuation of this one particular story or is there multiple different frauds? There's a few stories
0: in here. It's mainly... Puppet master is it's, conducting... It's obviously the current fraud that's ongoing. I yeah. say fraud at this point. I don't even know what to call that crime. This woman is acting of her own free will. She, She's under a spell.
2: She is. And then you
0: have these other people who would have been taken on this um, kind of, you. it's facetiously used, wild ride, yeah. like way back in the 90s. They went on for years and years and years. And they're slowly peeling the onion and of where's this, Is it set in the UK? It's all in the UK.
2: Right, yeah. okay. Um, I was just looking at another one there that I can't can find. There's another great Netflix one about this con man who, mysterious figure who jubes a girl who's just invested in a restaurant in New York.
0: Okay. I don't know whether you've seen that. Bad cat vegan, I think it was called, was it? Bad vegan. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen it now, but it's one of on the lists.
2: Oh Jesus, watch it! Yeah, yeah. As yeah. well, you say, you can't swing a cat without hitting one of
1: those. No, titles? no. The last one I watched was gripping. the. They're utterly gripping. They are yeah The Canadian one about the the Bitcoin guy. Did you oh, see yeah, that one? I've seen that no. one. Yeah. I'll That's pull up the title staggering. now in a second. So, where's your Puppet Master available? It's on
0: Netflix. I said it's it's three episodes, probably an hour each. Uh, I started watching the first one, so I'm thinking I'll give this a go. I'm into this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Four hours later, I was. Yeah, you know, done. I was brilliant. finished.
1: Oh, wow! Brilliant, great. I mean, you mentioned I mean. con
2: men, and you mentioned one of my favorite movies of all time, *Dirty Rotten Scoundrels*. Ah, yes.
3: Do you really think you can get him to walk again? Oh, I will have him running, jumping, shouting, screaming. Oh, my name isn't Doctor Emil Schaffhausen. It's a cert.
2: It's one of the greatest movies ever made. Perfect. One of the. It's a perfect movie. Thank you. That's exactly how I describe it. Steve Martin, Michael Caine. What a score, what a story. It's fucking funny. And it, the twists in the story are genius.
1: And the good thing about, when, if we talk about movies about con men, it's always, it's the Robin Hood thing. Yeah, it's yeah. good guys screwing the bad yeah, yeah, guys. So it's yeah. not like some poor unfortunate. You know? These two aren't <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> you I shouldn't be it. rooting for the criminals. In, yeah, in yeah. that example, the yeah. one that comes to my mind, two actually, one of my favourite films of all time, The Sting oh yeah Robert love it. for Paul Newman it. like that is just the, movie the ultimate swindle yeah. and Ocean's Eleven ah oh, yes. whatever oh. your flavour
2: whether it's the original or the, or the yeah, remake all three of them were great 12 and 13 were great true that yeah you know? uh, Catch Me If You Can oh god yeah with DiCaprio, DiCaprio and Tom Hanks beautiful and a true story Frank Abagnale Jr mm. a true story
0: I think that's fil- a film that gets a little underrated by people people are not really attached Spielberg to that they think oh that's like that's Barry Levinson or that's someone made that yeah. that is made with such skill it was obviously a big hit but the performance they get out of Leo and Tom Hanks. And that's it's, superb. They work perfectly together.
1: Well, what's your name? Henry. Carl Henry. Might if I see some identification?
2: Sure. You, know, you never can be too careful these days. Christopher for walking <laughs> places, dad. The dad? Christy. He's so, Christy. He's so Walken. proud of him. He wants. Oh, he yeah, thinks yeah. he's doing all these things. He's a, he's a yeah, pilot yeah. and he's... And he's doing it for his dad. Of course. He's doing everything for his dad. Look, dad. Look, I'm sending you money yeah. in. It's unbelievably good. There's a great series on Amazon uh, called Sneaky Pete. Oh, you got which me Which is a few uh, years ago. Giovanni Rubisi, who's a brilliant actor. and There's three seasons of it on uh, Amazon. And it's a, it's a, about, He plays a character called Pete, but he's not really Pete. Mm. It's like he's a con man. If you're into that, John, I would recommend you start that tonight because you're not going to okay. sleep till about Friday. It's terrific. There's three seasons of it. The performances, the writing, again the twists, the situations, the how they get in and get out of them. It's just phenomenal. And that was it?
1: a great find because it wasn't a show. Now certainly when it came out that I heard anything about. I think it someone read on Amazon it to me
2: years ago and I passed it to you. Mm. That's that's why this show exists. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we're now passing it on to people who are looking for stuff. And if you're into the comment stuff, dirty rotten scoundrels, you know, catch me Me can, the sting, sneaky Pete, get on it. And here's the thing, as up until well that,
1: up until, until that point, I liked. Simon but after he recommended that and it was actually good I went (laughs) <laughs> I, li- I listen to him now more often when someone actually recommends something oh, that, yeah, tra- and you, like that it. you know nothing about and it turns out to be yeah, yeah, not just good that's a brilliant yeah, that's You're like, a oh, I'll yeah. go back to him for another re-
2: recommendation but that's actually how this show was born was actually, it was yeah. actually yeah, because that's all we talked about then when <laughs> we went to work each week watch watch was it. like what are you watching what are you watching because yeah. yeah. we then discovered we had similar interests in terms of military history and World War 2 and spies and all that kind of stuff and Man United and con men we swore we'd never talk about Man United on this podcast documentary I want that and I'm going to start that
1: um, any others you want to throw in the mix of con- of the con-man genre or con-person genre? I've got another one for you. Go on. Tell me, is, it does fall into the con-man thing. Usual suspects. Usual suspects, Oh. No. oh.
0: that would be perhaps an elevated con-man story in that we have <laughs> an unreliable narrator talking us through what was obviously a very involved mm. criminal organisation operation, and then, I mean, if you haven't seen it at this point, uh, yeah.
1: watch it. Don't get upset with John when yeah. he reveals what happened. <laughs> There's
0: obviously a, a huge con reveal at the end. Uh, Kaiser. He's, he's obviously conning the, the police and the authorities. But um, yeah, I, I'd give you that one. That's a, it's a yeah, good no, choice. i
2: absolutely give you that. The performance isn't that. Gabriel Byrne, yeah. uh, Kevin Spacey again.
0: I've won for you. And again, I would be, again, I think he's been a little inconsistent throughout his career. But David Mamet, oh, one David of the best Man. con films I've Frank ever Gary, seen. Dan Ross. Van uh, Goghness is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. House of Games, oh, yeah. his first film, which is a con film, yeah, yeah. and it's about obviously preying on the uh, the fascination of the the middle class, upper middle class, and yeah. they. I, I can't give anything away the, throughout the, the film. You don't know whether you're watching a con unfolding or you're watching something that's legit. Mm. Um It's a powerful, powerful it's piece of film. It's about a poker game. The premise is like, a person's watching a poker game. She gets sucked into the the lead guy, that's you fantastic. know, and uh, she she's. Basically, Joe Joe Montana is the linchpin of the film, and she's under his spell instantly.
2: He's from Las Vegas. He's been beating me all night. He's got to tell, okay? When he's bluffing, okay? He plays with his little gold ring. I caught him doing it. He knows I did, so he stopped. He's conscious of himself. One of, if not the best playwright, US playwrights in the last generation. So you mentioned Glengarry, Glen Ross. Yeah, and he also wrote American Buffalo, which is a three hander play, which Pacino did on Broadway.
0: And one of the best, uh, I suppose, cop films, you could put it, kind of conspiracy films, yeah. uh, Homicide, with yeah. Joe Mantegna, about yeah. uh, Zionism and murders in Seattle. And stuff. He's a incredible.
1: And The Verdict. Right, maybe we should do a, a binge of <coughs> David Mammoth. We
0: could do
2: a David Mammoth special. A Mammoth we'll, special. It'll be Mammoth. With
0: a silent H It'll be mama
2: (laughs) Right uh, Lloyd's there anyway
1: And Brian Lloyd From (laughs) entertainment.ie Is clearly in the room Because Simon's giggling Like a schoolgirl Hello Brian How are you doing? How are
2: you Brian?
3: How are you doing?
1: Oh good and you? So last week we discussed Watching the cinema I'm keen to know What do you
2: wear When you go to the movies?
1: Do you have oh, Do you have dear. a cinema outfit No we also discussed you his, his wedding
2: We only got a bit of detail But we, got, we, didn't, we found out yes, What the so menu Yes for those was. Who didn't hear
1: it Brian got married um, During one of the lockdowns Level five was Level, it Level it was day one October
3: 22nd How did you convince her To do that um, will save 20 grand? No I, will, I mean I'll, no, I'll tell you the full story So basically We had planned to go to New York Prior to the pandemic And get married in Central Park Oh wow We were Richards. only going to do. We were only, it was going to be a private wedding anyway Like It was only going to be Like yeah. the two of us or whatever And everyone else in Central Park And then whoever Whoever, whoever else wants to come They can come But we're not paying for them um, Great could Was lunch. that on the invite? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Come if you want I don't give a shit Yeah um, So then The <laughs> pandemic happened It was like Oh no We're not going to be able To have people there Yes, Yes. happy
2: days. Fantastic.
3: And yeah, then we got married, uh, it was October 22nd, 2020. But you couldn't go to New York. No, couldn't go to New York, obviously. Because so the plans changed. So the plans changed. So we did it. Um, Fairview Park? No, actually, it wasn't Fairview Park. No, it was um, <laughs> Saint Dan's Park. Saint <laughs> St. Stephen's Green. Well, it was uh, it was the Cliff Townhouse uh, on the Green. Nice. <clears throat> and then did all our fault was walking around town basically, and um, yeah, we basically had nowhere. We didn't even bother. Or didn't even bother to book somewhere for dinner.
2: Well, there was probably nowhere open, wasn't? Well, there? there was nowhere I open. I like the sound of your wife.
3: Yeah, she was like. No, yeah. she was like. Listen, we for were very Oh, like you, like we were together fifteen years before we got married. Like, wow. she, and, like it was literally like. I suppose we should probably get married now. It's been a few years. Yeah, we should probably. Good to hear, romance is not wow. dead. Isn't yeah, it? we should probably get on with it. But um, no, like I mean, yeah, that was it. We were walking around looking for food, and then like Pablo Picante was open, the one that's on um, Dawson Street, and we went in there and got our photos. Taken. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Go on. I'm gonna slag them now, but I don't care. And then, oh dear, there's more to this. Yeah. There's more to this. You touched
2: the nerve here, right?
3: Oh, no, no, no! this is this. I was disgusted. Talk the joke. I was disgusted. Pablo Picante then stole our wedding photos off our photographer and used posed, them on their Instagram. Used them on their own Insta. Used them on our own, own Insta. Wow. And still didn't. And like, like it's like we're, uh, like I said, we got married in 2020, so like our two year anniversary is coming up. I am expecting. Some kind of recompense, okay. Ridiculous. Okay. If I was, to what take would you like? What would yeah, you like? I, I would like a free meal, okay. I Pablo? would like a free meal. It's over to you, Pablo. Pablo, uh, sorry, just you have really touched the nerves because this actually really pissed me off.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, like, no go the way,
3: the, really. No, yeah. But like, I mean, I looked on their Instagram and I was like, oh, yeah, Pablo Bacante posted their wedding photos. Yeah, so but come like, here. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> he
2: needs an agent. All right, we well, just you, you need, so we want five free meals.
3: Five five would be sufficient. There were five of you in there. Yeah.
2: Four of you featured in the photographs they used on their Instagram. Yeah. Don't worry, Brian. We'll, we'll fix this. We'll solve this. Now, where were we? In the meantime, <laughs> have you been to the pictures this week?
3: <laughs> yes, I have. Good. What did you go and see, Brian? Did you, did you pay for that as well? <laughs> <laughs> I God. didn't actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I went to see Jurassic World Dominion. Oh. There's another
1: Jurassic. Is, what number is this now? This is
3: the third of the... Sequel trilogy, if you know that sort of thing. So Sorry? there was Jurassic World, then there was The Lost World, and yeah. then there was Jurassic Park 3. And then there was like, I don't know, eight or nine years, and then you had Jurassic World. Was then Jurassic
2: yeah. Park not the first one? It
3: was the first one, yeah.
2: Right, you just said Jurassic Park Part 3.
3: Yeah, there was Jurassic... Okay, there's we'll a new batch. Again.
2: Are you writing this down, John? We'll Write go again. Down. So go we'll from go the start. Again. We'll go from the
3: start. So, right,
2: so there was... Jurassic Park. Right, that's one.
3: That was the one, Steven Spielberg, and that's did. like we're talking early nineties. That's, that's the, one with the glass of water shaking on the yes. dashboard. Sam yes. Neill. Lo- um a,
2: and thinking. Yes, Yeah, correct. Yeah. The one. Then
3: there was the sequel, The Lost World. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah.
2: I haven't seen either of them, but yeah, I remember it being out.
3: Sure. Got so, tripped
2: over a cardboard dinosaur on Collins Street <laughs> outside the Savoy. <clears throat> Carry on. <laughs> I'll see you in the high court What was her name Simon oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'll take you to some camera <laughs> 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 We need a
3: <laughs>
1: Or a, or a no, drummer We don't John No sound effects no yeah, sound no effect. I
3: So then there <laughs> was <laughs> So then there was Jurassic Park
2: 3 <laughs> Right so that was the third one Clearly, Clearly. The title. Just, Stop showing off Simon I know no.
3: Mathematics and all.
2: Then, right then what? Then like a I'm few years. I'm gonna get of in the dark and say number four came out. Well, but it was called Jurassic World. Oh of course it was. So that's four, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Then there was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Christ,
2: that's five, right? Yeah. Okay.
3: And now we're into the sixth one which is sixth, Jurassic okay. World Dominion.
2: So this is the sixth. Is it about Dominions or is it just called Dominion?
1: Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. an amazing the collaboration.
2: Minions. The Minions in Jurassic
1: Park.
3: <laughs> and do you know what? I bet you, if there's somebody from the Universal, listen to this right now, like and they are so just bad. kicking themselves. they yeah. didn't yeah. think how it. How did they
2: not see that? So how tell did we tell me, not see that? When did the current cast come? Like Chris Pratt. When was his? He was the reboot. Jurassic of the Four World. was it That yeah. was four. That was four. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. he's been on it ever since. Correct. Now tell us about the, the latest incarnation because they got the gang back together. Yeah, so the big kind of selling point of
3: of this is is that they got Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum to return ah, right. in, in the roles in the first one. That and cost not, a few, Bob. Sure it sure did. Yeah. And not only that as well, but it actually gave them something to do because Jeff Goldblum was in the last one, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Right. But it was the most tacked on... Like we're literally Just going to wheel them out For one scene at the start And one scene at the end And we okay. can say We had Jeff Goldblum In the film Gotcha This time mm. around They've actually tried To write them Into the story And tried to give them Something which to Which I'm
2: gauging From your tone Doesn't help
3: Does not help Because
2: oh. there's about Eight storylines To write here now
3: Correct You've got now now the dinosaurs got, Yeah You have dinosaurs You have clones Apparently that's a thing In this world now You have the three of them Which is Jeff Goldblum Laura Dern And Samuel Then you have Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. Okay, And then you have another story on top of that where uh, this kind of um, this biotech company that was mentioned once in the very first film years and years back uh, have now created like um, genetically modified crops. But as well as that, they've developed this uh, locust. Which is basically <laughs> eaten. I'm
2: up lost. People. Where does Dominion come in?
1: What the dinosaurs are there? just in the
3: background. I'm bone. lost. And can, this, and see, can we get a scene here? Yeah. That's okay the, and see that you've just hit on it right there, there you because go. I have never seen a film that has been so written and rewritten and rewritten uh, again. No. This film, I, w- I would, I right. would, I would bet you any money, this went through about twenty or thirty drafts. You can tell because it's like
2: and ten different writers. Correct. Because
3: yeah. there's like. There's an idea here but it's never fully materialised. Oh, There's Christ. an idea here but it's never fully yeah, materialised. You know You've got little bits That's and That's often and said hmm.
2: about a lot of movies and it often baffles me because somebody has to sign off on the script. That's the final draft. Is everybody happy? Yeah, go ahead. But well, clearly it's shit. It's not. It's not
3: finished. I mean, in more often like, than you know, I would say uh, in a lot of cases, it's. I've been in a lot of those movies. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But well, now I, you've you've been on sets
1: where they're they're writing as you're shooting. Oh, that's great crack altogether. Yeah. So maybe that could have happened. The first here and as second
2: well. ADs love that. Am I in tomorrow? I have no idea why. Because I don't know what we're shooting. Yeah. Wow. But, I, I would think though At that level, someone signed off in that script. Even the actors, they're reading it, going, "What the what?".
3: I, I mean. It,
2: it, it, it struck me as I was watching
3: it, I would say there's probably about five different cuts of this film. Wow. Well, obviously oh. that they've
1: been able to spin this franchise this long, it's to a point it's been successful because these are big budget movies. I mean... How bad is this? Is this the worst of them?
2: That is one big pile of shit. Oh, is it? I, I genuinely oh,
1: wow. think... So. And have they been... Because like that, I, I would have maybe seen the first one, maybe the second yeah. one. Yeah. Have they been
3: on a steady decline? Yes. Yes. So yeah, they're not doing have. the
2: box office that the first one did.
3: No, I mean not even close to it and they're not even having the same cultural impact as well. Now I would say Jurassic World I thought was was very good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very good. I don't think it was it wasn't on the level of the original one. Not yeah. even close. But I thought it was a good approximation and I think it had interesting things to say about. You know the fact that audiences are just way more savvy now, mm. and you can't kind of fool them anymore. And you know people are just a little bit kind of dull to the sort of big screen experience. But I would have thought, mm. you know,
2: because it's been so long since the first one, that I would have thought at least it would have been worth going to see because the CGI has come on so much. Like, you would the, think like, that. and it's not.
0: Not really
2: Not really
1: I think I agree with you That we Our expectations Like nothing wows us So much anymore Except when you go back And do something like Top Gun And you actually shoot it For real So any amount of CGI No matter how Unbelievably Good it is But they didn't even
2: Shoot the dinosaurs For Raid in the first one Hmm? They didn't shoot the dinosaurs For Raid in the first one Either I'm not
3: gonna I'm not going I'm not gonna laugh that I'm not gonna give you that. I wouldn't laugh that I'm not I'm not gonna give you that. I'm not gonna give you that. I'm gonna
1: saying. play along to <laughs> the bleeding. I can hear the brain segments. cells in my head. I
2: can hear the segments of chocolate orange disappearing out the door as this review goes on. Yeah. we're gonna have to ask you for a score. Is it up there with Downton Abbey? Which got No, one? it's
3: not that bad. Oh, right. It's not that bad. Single right.
2: figures though, right? It's sing, single single wedges? Wedges yeah. segments. segment wedges. Yeah. Segment.
3: It's yeah. like I would say I cannot this okay. I have to. I have to. I have to. I have to talk <laughs> about this for a See, minute. we got him angry about Pablo's. I think it might no, be colouring
2: I know get, his, he's get angry his feelings. This. On he's Jurassic. getting angry about zero to twenty. That's yeah, what's I can't
3: do the maths. I'm. I'm not. Yeah. I don't have quick maths. Like I. Like I did foundation. Well, I tell maths, you what. Like, we'll bring in an abacus
1: next
2: week, and you can just. Well, count I tell them you out. yes. You that mark that it out of five, and I'll translate it into segments. Thank you. Right, you mark it out of five. You. I'll
3: go two out of five on this. Two. Yeah.
2: That's about six segments. Out of 20 It's actually actually (laughs) 8
3: That's what I was thinking Yeah Because I was doing I guess It's a quarter It's (laughs) 8 It's It's 5 into
2: 20 Hmm? Mm -hmm. 5 into 20 is very warm it's eight.
3: But well, then why didn't you say eight to I start off with? I, was, I wasn't sure. Jesus, I wasn't was sure. Maths.
1: Give me a score out of five and I'll compute because I
2: can't. Sh- no, can no, no I not compute. I said, I'll translate. And it was lost in translation, clearly, <laughs> until the SWAT here at the top of the class goes, I should say eight, Lance. He <laughs> gave it the eight. It's,
3: it's, okay. It's eight, it's eight out of 20, <clears throat> Terry's chocolate. But
2: that's not Armstrong. bad, though. It's not. No,
3: no, I'll tell you right. It's... No, but hang on. It can't
2: be eight, right? Let me just tell you why. Because you gave it three out of stars. That's over 50. I said two. I said two. Correct. Well done. What time is it? Your bus is outside. So two and a half is going to be fifty percent, correct? I said yeah. I know, but listen. But two and a half will be fifty percent, right? So that would be ten seconds, right? So what's a half percent? (laughs) (laughs) Half of that is twenty-seven.
1: Is is twenty-seven calories. So there you go. Right, Brian. You can leave now. Thanks. Thanks. Cheers. cheers Unlock the door. Let him out.
3: All right.
2: Oh, Is there oxygen use. in the studio? Like, what's going on here? Like, I've got a little sports documentary. Good to throw at you. I would like a sports um, documentary to watch. It's uh, available on the Virgin Media Player, um, and it's called Seventeen Days of the Crucible. Is it,
1: is it about motorbikes?
2: <laughs> or witches? <laughs> or witch trials? Or witch, yeah, yeah. It, it centres around the 17 days up to and including Ken Doherty's this Ken's Doc, yeah. world championship win in 1997. It's a brilliant documentary. It's about it's just it's hard over to an It's believe hour. it's that long ago, is it? It's fantastic. But again, we talk about this all the time on the show. You know, I thought I knew a lot about the story and all that. And I learned so much. I, like, I never knew the connection between himself and Eamon Dunphy. Eamon Dunphy's son played snooker with Ken. They were both overcoming, and Aimon became a kind of a mentor for Ken.
1: Can I just say, interrupt you there? I used to serve Eamon Dunphy's son drinks in the Spawell snooker room when wow. I was a lounge boy. Tim, he'd be up there practicing with his buddies. Yeah, Tim, that's right. Uh, I mean, and Ken would be there at the other time as well. It's an incredible story of how Ken. I remember one um, night I was. Um, I had six points. It wasn't necessarily for them. And I was carrying my tray with the six points and I obviously wasn't carrying it nor paying too much attention and I
2: walked straight into the wall and dropped the six oh, points. for Jesus' <laughs> sake. And all of a sudden, a career in broadcasting loomed.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know, it was kind of sped up by them going, get out, you're fired, you're but fucking shit. I, the
2: documentary kind of looks into, you know, how and where Ken came from, how he got a snooker career off the ground, et cetera, et cetera. His family story, it, his brothers and his sisters are interviewed in the documentary. It's brilliant. Amy Dunphy's there. Uh, Niall Quinn features like as Nile was a big supporter of his back in the day. But they talk about the fact that it was as big, if not bigger, than Italia 90. It was a huge... Yeah result for Irish sport and I remember my father God be good to him he passed away in 96 and he was a huge snooker fan and then 12 months later Ken, Ken won the darling and, of Dublin and I remember being in Reynards a couple of years later and Ken walked in and I thought and it was like George Best. Of the world. For those who don't remember, Reynard's
1: was actually, was, quote unquote,
2: kind of a celeb club in Dublin. Oh, it was great. Upstairs, they had a little pool table and it was brilliant. And I remember seeing Ken at the bar and It was fucking wedged on Saturday night and I was trollied. <laughs> and I remember going, I said, I'm getting it from my dad who was dead, I was getting his <laughs> autograph. And I went up and I said, Ken, yeah, fucking, yeah brilliant, like a fair blade, you world champion, and on, anyways. And I said, and Would he you- have known you at the time? No, Were you a at that, dad, that stage? I no. had a clue. I was just a plum twat who was drunk and, <laughs> to get into um, to play pool. and I said can I have your autograph I said yeah and Ken of course being the darling I had no problem what I signed I had, nothing, had no pen so I just grabbed the bear mat and I ripped the front off the bear mat and I got him to sign it and I remember carrying it around like I had the sequence of Fatima in my pocket for years he's a now he's a good pal a good pal yeah. but the story is brilliant because the story with the queue that he won the world championship with you know, when he was he played in Jason's around. You had to you know, there are only a certain amount of house queues, then he there was a queue left in there one day by somebody. And Ken, who'd spent his days in there, went up to the guy who owned the club and said He he said hey, someone's at to leave the a queue there. He said, The man's playing it's a pretty good queue can I was have Is this it? the bent cue? Yeah. It's warped. Yeah. Yeah. And your man says, Well I want you know, she, I'll give you give us a fiver for it. and of course Ken had the arse trousers. He ran ran around to the house because his house overlooked or backed onto Jason's <clears throat> I went down to Nancy's man for a fiver. She said, I haven't got a fiver. Anyway, the debate goes on. She eventually gives him a fiver. She gave him five pound coins and Ken goes back into the club and he goes, my ma only had two quid like that's all she has and he says go on so we said I got the cue well? and I had the three quid in my pocket and that's the cue he won the world championship <laughs> with it's an incredible story but it talks and it shows the footage of the first round second round quarterfinals and all that and it
1: was an epic final like he it?
2: knocked Steve Davis out yeah. in early doors like he knocked Steve Davis out like which was unbelievable and Davis is interviewed Davis and, and Ken are great mates mm. now and Davis is interviewed with him like, you like I knew nothing about this now he knows you and he said I just, I just thought I had to turn up to win at the Crucible you know but he, and he beat him and he battered him batted, yeah. beat him well and then it goes right to the final and he plays Hendry who was the new generation he was going for his second his third or his fourth world title mm. and it goes right to the final and it cuts to his brother then talking about watching the match at home and his ma didn't watch it his ma wouldn't watch it she's told him to turn the telly up and go we have because you know social media like we're watching you we have only to way watch to it oh, it's yeah, a yeah. brilliant documentary and then it talks about when he won it and what happened when he came home and the, the reception he got yeah. and it finishes brilliant he talks about you know because the, the following year he was in the final again Yeah, he made right. the final again he yeah. was beaten by uh, hen, uh, John Harrah no what's his name Virgil. Scottish <laughs> Sean Hendry <Scottish. laughs> John, John. John, not John, no. Henry. Hang on, let's John Higgins. Higgins John Higgins John Higgins he was beat and he said what was it is? <laughs> he said someone asked him what was the difference over those 12 months between winning and not winning he said well when I won it he said I came home and it was an open top bus and we would into and he said three days of he So when I lost the following year he said I had to get a taxi up the airport wow yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all Virgin Media 70 days of the crucible the darning of Dublin Ken Doherty brilliant Ken Doherty
1: <laughs> deserves
2: this world championship title. A great Henry and Stephen... So just to recap, you know, this week's recommendations are in no particular order on Sky Max, We have... The Midwich Cuckoos, which sounds cuckoo in its
1: uh, premise crazy. and its storyline. It sounds Correct. very uh, sinister. We don't know the cause of why everyone in this leafy little British town has woke up pregnant. Yeah. Uh, but well, Keely, Keely Hawes is on the case along with DCI Paul Haynes to try and figure out what the hell is going on on the streets of Midwich Cuckoos. It's on Sky Max. There's eight episodes and it's also streaming on
2: Now Now. And then the Bell John gave us a Netflix recommendation of a Nell Con artist con man documentary, which is called The Puppet Master. Happily mm-hmm. enough. The Puppet Master. That's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Three episodes. Three episodes, outreach get it into you done you'll do, get it, into do it over you. one night and then the of Dublin Ken Doherty 17 Days of the Crucible great documentary about when he won the World Championship in 97 that's on The Virgin Media Player uh, what have you learned this week gentlemen uh, that Ken Doherty has a warped cue. <laughs>
3: hey
2: <laughs> it just goes to show you though know, if you've got a warp in your queue you can still do good things with it see Midwich Cuckoos for details <laughs> see ya <laughs>